Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Shea Station podcast. It's episode 110. This is coming to you on Tuesday, October 18th. And today we got a very special episode. We are doing the regular season moments draft. This was an idea given to us by a listener, I think a couple months ago, and it's something that we pocketed for a day like this. We're very excited about it. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jack, aka Jolly, and joining me is Jerry Blevins from Ohio. Jerry, how you doing, man? I'm good. This is episode 110, Crazy. and coincidentally, that's how much effort I put in oh, to this draft and prep. 110 <laughs> percent. Which is what champions do. I have some redemption to do because you have been killing me mm. in all of these drafts. And so I, I've I've gotta I gotta think about it more as trying to win a draft versus things that I care about because right. I've just been about me. Yeah, you're and playing now for it's the people. Be about winning. So yeah. I'm about winning. I think you got the short stick a little bit in our all-time Mets draft. I do think people were a little harsh on you. I think the big one was picking Degrom over Seaver. You caught a lot of flack for that back then. But you're a new man now. It's a year removed from that. I agree that that was probably a false move. Again, I'm playing the long game. Of course, you got. I it. was playing. You know, let's revisit this in 30 years when we dig this up out of our. <laughs> What do they call those the time, capsule? time capsules? Yep. Yeah, if we dig this up, we luckily we don't need those things because we have the internet and the cloud to store things on. But yeah, man, <laughs> I yeah. felt I gotta. I've, I'm going for the W. I'm going for your throat tonight. John. I was gonna say you gotta play for the fans. You gotta say you gotta pick what the fans want. That means you might have to pick the combined no hitter, even though I know it's not your cup of tea. All that. It's a cup of tea. <laughs> exactly. And I'm a coffee guy. <laughs> You're full of like a lot of great one-liners already, man. How long were you holding on to 110%? Uh, I didn't know until you started. You said this is episode 110. So. Creative genius right there. Yeah. This, Guys, is, this is what this is why I'm here. This exactly. is what I'm here for. You bring the creativity, all the flow and stuff like that. Uh, we're going to dive right in. Uh, Audio Jack is going to pick who goes first oh, right it's after. It's going to be a snake draft. Yes. So whoever gets the first pick. The, the next person gets picked two and three, and then every se- sequential pick will be two stacked on each other, 10 rounds. Mm. And I don't think Jack should just pick. I think we need to like pick a number. He write it down. That way it's fair. I like that. All right. Yeah. Well, while you think about your number, can I tell you about one of today's sponsors, Jerry? Yes. It is Vincero, the guys who hooked me up with this beautiful brown leather watch, and they are pertaining to sports fans right now. Are you looking to have major league style, but you're on a minor league contract? Well, good news for you. Our friends over at Vincero Collective have sponsored this episode to make sure all of our listeners are saving big as they accessorize their autumn outfits with premium watches, jewelry, sunglasses, and much more other watchmakers have insane markups but their well-designed accessories make sure you look class while you save some cash for a limited time only you can go to their website at vincerocollective.com and you can get 20 percent off and free shipping site-wide with our exclusive code shay 20 percent off and free shipping if you go to v-i-n-c-e-r-o collective.com code shay Thank you to them for sponsoring today's episode and hooking me up with an absolutely beautiful, nice watch. I highly recommend you guys go check out their selection. And thank you to them once again for sponsoring our moments draft it's fine, today. I don't, I don't need one, Vincero. I guess. Yeah, I was like, We're they good. asked, they're like, do you, does Jerry want one? I was like, nah, he's got plenty. I'll just mean. take two. Yeah, Jerry wants one. I'll give it to him. Yeah, I, I want to get one you... for both my wrists. Actually, yeah, it's perfect. fine. It's fine. <laughs> Jack, do you have a number picked out? I do. Okay. Jerry, do you want to say yours first? Between 1 and 10. 1 and 10. That's what I figured. 
Uh, I'm going to go. No, I'll let age go first. You're young. Wow. Thank you. Appreciate it. I'll let you go first. I'm going to go with the number five. Okay. Jerry? I'm going to go with the number four. Wow. Jelly wins. (laughs) The number was nine. Let's go. Prove it. Did you write it down? I did. (laughs) All right. Let's see it. Well, it's on my computer, but I could show you. (laughs) Of course. Just mess up the focus of the camera. Yeah, It's not even that camera. Uh, he's got my watch on right now from Vincero. I see true. what's going on. Yeah, Jack just showed me the computer. It said sixteen. He failed the assignment. That's it's okay. A, it's All right, I, I get, I get two, three. We can do this. We it's can make so this happen. I honestly think the second pick might be better because then you get two in a row. Oh, it may be <sighs> And it's hard because I don't know if there is a definitive number one best moment of the season, but I have one at the top of my board. Well, let's get it started. All let's right. do. Matt season draft. Let's go. This is jolly big. with the first pick. I want to clarify that our list here, our big draft board is a mix of like singular moments. And then also like kind of a longer performance, like maybe an inning or maybe a pitcher's full game and stuff like that. But it's all single game instances with that. I am going to go with a moment because I do think it is the one I think of the most when I think about the 2022 Met season it was in the middle of a huge series against the only other team with a better record than us in the National League. And we were playing, coming after a pretty heartbreaking loss. Uh, we had our ace on the bump, and a former Met who has torched us for years and years and years hit a fly ball to deep right center field. And out there with a golden glove was Brandon Nimmo. My number one pick is going to be Brandon Nimmo's home run robbery of Justin Turner because I think of it as a moment and a lot of the other things on this list are maybe not such moments but more like performances and you know innings and stuff like that this was a moment where all eyes were on the Mets it was Jacob deGrom on the mound pitching to Justin Turner kind of like a matchup we've seen a lot in the past and it was special to me because Turner's torched us for years he's always gotten big hits against us and it's always kind of been a narrative of like oh the Mets let him go what could have been and it was nice to see the tide turn for if it was only that moment and also on the other side of things we got to watch Brendan Nimmo evolve as a center fielder over time and this was I think the climax or the epitome of his progression out there and his hard work paying off uh the call by Gary Cohen is fantastic. He calls it the catch of the year. I thought it was the catch of the year. I'd be surprised to find anything else that really compares to it. And uh, it did help the Mets seal up a 2-1 to one win, and then they won the next, gay, uh, next day and took the season series against the Dodgers, which could have been big, didn't end up being too big. But in the grand scheme of things, it is just a fun highlight that I'm going to look back on for a long time. So the number one pick for me is going to be Brandon Nimmo's catch, that robbery. That, that was a... Really deep and thorough explanation. It's the number one pick. I gotta, I gotta back. All you gotta do is say that's the Nemo catch. That's all you would have said. It's gonna be a long draft if you (laughs) if you go that deep trying to sell because in me like that was a great great moment, good catch. It's in my it's on my list. Can I know where it was on your board? You lost with that pick. Really? That's it. I'll take that. That was that was down. That was down. It was what, down what's, ballot the what's the number? I need the number. I don't want to tell you because I don't want to reveal any of my strategies. Like, he's like aggressive today. I like it. He's well, taking his draft I'm going, I'm going for I'm going for a W today. Right. And number one on my list. Yep. Is easy. Easy. It's the Phillies comeback. <sighs> that was my that was my it's number two. It's the big two. one. It's the easy number one for me. It's the thing I think of the most. Um, that's it. That's the the <laughs> Phillies comeback. The the big, you know ninth inning rally like it's it's a moment it doesn't need to be 
dove into or deep dived. That's fair. I'm going with that. That's my first pick. The so I'm going to write that, that down. The fangs are out for Jerry Blood. I already won. Guy. This is amazing. <laughs> it was my number two. I was going to pick. I was torn between the two. I'm surprised right. that Nemo's catch is low for you. Now I have a, this is where, you know, cause this, that was my clear number one. Yeah. I could have gone a, a few different ways. Sure. Um, I am going to go with Eduardo Escobar day. Whoa. To me, that was a big moment. It was, uh, not, it was on the 28th of September pushing for the playoffs. It's the battle for the Braves. We're watching the scoreboard and he has all five RBI mm. in a big game. It was like, that was the big moment of Eduardo Escobar, the month of Escobar mm. from Gary Cohen. So to me, my second pick is the Escobar game. I like those picks a lot for you, Jerry. Uh, I, I really do. Uh, and I think Escobar might have even gone first overall if the Mets end up winning the division because that game becomes that much more important. Uh, but great picks. I'm going to be a respectful competitor. My fangs are not out. They're retracted. Uh, but now I got two picks, and I got a lot of directions I can go in. Um, I'm going to not. I'm gonna pocket one because I think that you're not going to take it, and I'll explain why later. Uh, I am going to take the ninth inning Cardinals comeback on April 25th. And the reason I remember the date is because that win was on my birthday. Uh, that that game, the Mets were down 2 nothing. They had two outs in the ninth. Nolan Arenado uh, kind of muffed up the ground ball from Mark Canna. And then the Mets just stringed together a bunch of hits, some great base running. Dom got the hit in that game, which I totally forgot about. And the Mets won that game 3-2 and then took the series. So that ninth inning comeback, that's going to be my second pick. And I think... Hold on, hold on. The Dom dive, that's a great pick. I really like that pick. The Arenado error because it felt so unlikely. Mm. And then Dom diving to beat that out at first base. It was That's a good pick. I like that. Hey, thanks, man. We're getting nice and respectful now. I love it. Yeah, I mean, um, in the grand scheme of things, it was an April game. So, you know, people might not remember it that much. But it it meant a lot to me, the birthday boy on that day. Um, The one I'm going to pick after that is another Mets comeback. And a lot of these moments are going to be Mets comebacks. That's kind of the theme of the season. Uh, this one came on Keith Hernandez' uh, retired number day, uh, and the Mets were kind of down for the count against the Miami Marlins, and Tomas Nito dribbled one down the third base line, and he just snuck under the glove of Anderson, and then Brandon Nimmo dribbled one right back to Tanner Scott. He bobbled it, he muffed it, and he threw it away, and with a little bit of magic, the Mets were able to steal a 5-4 to four win on Keith Hernandez Day. A very special day all around. Uh, so I guess I'm kind of including the ceremony in this moment a little bit, but it's more about the Mets just kind of finding some 1986 magic on a regular season day that otherwise probably wouldn't have mattered that much. Instead, they get a pretty magic win. That was magical. I like it. That that was two errors, by the way. Two errors. Two yeah. outs. It, it, was, it was in the 10th, I believe. Yep. And uh, I think Brian Anderson tried to backhand a ball and it got away. Nito got to second. And then the comebacker that – uh, Scott threw into the outfield and scored two runs, Crazy. the tying run on an error and the winning run on an error with two outs in the 10th. That was, that's a signature win. So I like that. That was a good job. So have I redeemed myself a little bit with these two picks? You have, you I have. have. And cool. I love the Nimmo catch. So I was just giving you a hard time. There you go. All like right. <laughs> so I've got three and four. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to take, man, there's uh, there, again, this we can go tougher. a few different ways here. Yeah. I am going to take the Mets clinching in Milwaukee. Mm, okay. A long delay from the playoffs since 2016. 
They clinch on top of that future Hall of Famer Max Scherzer's 200th career win. There was celebration, the only champagne we got to see for the 2022 New York Mets. Yeah. So I'm taking that clinch. And that includes, I guess, like Lindor's Grand Slam too, right? Is that that, that was game? a big moment yeah. for me. It's included in there off of uh, Rogers, that yep. huge Grand Slam to, to win it. Um, that's kind of all-encompassing. I like that um, pick for you. That's me. And then I'm going for the win here. So I am taking the collective no-hitter. Damn it. I thought you were going to pass on that. I cannot pass on that. <sighs> that is meaningful for the franchise. Although I don't appreciate the significance of it based from a player standpoint sure. because it's combined. It is a big moment in, in the highlight of the 2022 season. That'll live on forever in the record books as a thing that the Mets did and seeing Diaz close it out uh, was pretty cool. So um, not my favorite moment, but a big moment. Yeah. I mean, I had that as number three on my big board. I'll just let you know. And I thought, Hey, maybe I can bypass it, get it in the next round, sneak another one in there. But Jerry is playing for the win today, guys. And I, I think that needs to be illustrated. Okay. He's out for blood, but I think, yeah. So we have seven picks so far and all seven of them were like my top seven. So we've gone pretty much in order for me. I think we're very much in nice. sync so far. <sighs> There's a couple ways I can take this one. Uh, I got to think for a second. There's there's three that I want and I only have two picks. <laughs> I think I'm going to I'm going to take yeah. So the Mets didn't end up winning this series, but it was a special moment for a couple reasons. Um it was in Atlanta. Uh, you know, the division race was heating up towards the end and we had a call up, a very special call up for one of the first new prospect crop guys that we were going to see, you know, between Mark Vientos and Francisco Alvarez. And on his first major league swing in Atlanta against a pretty good pitcher, Brett Beatty hits a home run to put the Mets up for nothing for his first major league hit. Um, I think that we're going to see a lot more of Brett Beatty next year, but what I saw from him this year was pretty special. Uh, and I think it doesn't get more special than that pretty monster home run to a tall right field wall and the immediate pan to his family going absolutely nuts in the stands. That was the only game of that four game set that the Mets won. Uh, but Brett Beatty being there, I think he's only 22 years old and pretty much immediately assimilating himself into that Mets roster. Um, was really, really cool to see. He is 22 years old. Uh, and I'm really excited to see what Brett does next year. But I think for a while, that's going to be the signature Brett Beatty moment. And that's going to be my number four pick there. I and, like that. That was a big, like, w nothing's cooler. Yeah. Hitting a major league home run. You do it on your first swing. Family's there. Big rivalry. Like, he stepped up. That was really cool. Pretty huge. And then I, I, the middle of this draft is fun because I feel like it can go in so many different directions and like no pick is really the wrong pick. <sighs> I don't want to take another walk off because I feel like I've taken two in a row. So let's not do that. The, I, I think this one's I'm going to go with another youngster, man. And I mean, this was a game in May and the Mets were doing their walloping of the Phillies. And, you know, it looked like they were going to maybe drop the last game, just take two out of three. And instead, uh, Buck decides to leave in the kid. And he lets Nick Plummer hit, and Corey Kniebel tries to sneak a first-pitch fastball by him, and he ropes it down the line to tie the game at four. It's not the Eduardo Escobar walk-off. It's going to be instead the Nick Plummer 
game-tying home run for also his first major league hit, which I thought was very cool. So I decided to take the baby Mets with my four and five picks. Their first major league hits, both home runs. I I like this moment. This didn't make my list. It didn't make your list at all. It didn't make my list. Wow. It's on on the highlights, but of my 10 picks, this was not going to be on that. Okay, interesting. Um, But I I do like it. Just as like a a fun moment in of itself, even if it didn't mean much, I still just I go back I'm, to that I'm one with a you. Lot. Yeah. I actually really like Plummer as a player. I yeah. love that swing. It's very Conforto like. I was gonna say the I same thought thing. we should have kept him around a little bit. Um, so I, I like that moment. Are we ready for my two picks? Or I think do you have so. an ad read? What's I'm going gonna on? save them for right after your picks. I don't want to slow okay. your roll. All right. So man, <laughs> I'm gonna cheat a little bit. Whoa, cheating. Okay, so I am going to pick. A day, a baseball day. Okay. But it was a doubleheader in Chicago. Okay. So I think I know where you're going with this. Okay. Yeah. And so I'm going to pick, it's basically two. It's the Escobar ninth inning play mm. where he backhands it and um, a forgotten Met giant great J.D. Davis makes the best play of his life defensively <laughs> on a huge scoop. At first base. At first base, just in a, uh, an incredible play. So I'm going to take that one combined with the uh, the bases loaded double play Yep. with Yoan Lopez to get the W after that, like mm. the day-night doubleheader, like sweep. It was huge. It felt huge at the moment. Could have been two losses. We were kind of scrambling, if I recall, on the day. Yep. Um, but those that moment, is that qualify or do I have to pick one of those? I think I'm going to allow it because it's not like you're picking two walk-offs or anything. You're picking two specific fielding plays, which, you know, I think that I think that's perfectly fine. Okay. People Good. might I disagree. To clarify. People might disagree. Because I like both of those moments. Yeah, I think it's fine. All right. Can I pause now, this you? This is the one. Can I pause you and let you think for a second? I'll give our fans a little recap here. Go for it. Yeah. So we're both five picks deep. First overall for me was the Brandon Nemo catch. Jerry had the one and two after that. He picked the seven run comeback and Eduardo Escobar day. Back to me. I picked the three to two comeback in St. Louis. And then Keith Hernandez day walk off. Back to Jerry. He picked the Kono and the Mets clinching win in Milwaukee. Back to me, I picked the Baby Bombers, Brett Beatty and Nick Plummer getting their first hits. And then Jerry just picked the Cubs plays at Wrigley Field. Cool. All right, so we are in round six. Yes, sir. Now, this is is good stuff. So Mm. I've got a few ways I want to go. I see a few walk-offs on the board that I think could go soon. I'm I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go there. Cool. I'm down. I'm going to go. Man, I'm going to go <laughs> with the return of Jacob deGrom. Okay, interesting. In Washington. It was a moment. In, in This is because it wasn't just like a moment in the game, but that was a moment in like baseball. The yes. return of the best pitcher on the planet. It reinvigorated the Mets, what they could have done in the postseason with Scherzer deGrom coming back. He looked dominant he looked like he hadn't skipped a beat he was throwing a hundred striking out the world uh it was awesome to watch i got chills seeing him back on the on the mound because i was so nervous uh, that we were going to see 
you know, him walk out, call the the trainer out onto the field or walk out with his head down to see him go back on the mound and dominate breath of fresh air. And it was awesome to watch. So the return of DeGrom is my sixth pick. I love that pick. And I was hoping you wouldn't take it because uh, me and Jack got to go. So I was hoping I could steal that one since I was there for it. But that is a great pick. I think that's the only pick so far in a game that the Mets didn't win. And there's there's a couple of those, but most of these come from Mets victories. So I think that one's unique for that reason. Jerry, I like your six a lot, man. I think you, this draft redemption is going pretty well for you. I got to say. Well, thank you, sir. No problem. There's uh, a lot of moments in this season. There's so a ton. We've got a lot to choose from. There's a ton. And it makes these picks all the more harder, especially because you get two in a row. All right. Uh, this one was number seven on my board and we're 12 picks and it still hasn't been picked. So I, got, I feel like I have to take it now. Um, it's another moment versus the Cardinals, which I feel like I'm doing a lot, but maybe I'm wrong about that. Um, it was on the heels of Edwin Diaz's first blown save of the year. He only blew two on the year. And I think they both came in the same week, one against the Giants, one against the Cardinals. Uh, and the Mets were down by one in the 10th inning. Giovanni Gallegos on the mound. And he also tries to sneak a fastball past a Mets hitter. But unfortunately for him, that Mets hitter was Pete Alonso, who was sitting on that 93 heater and roped it for his longest home run of the year, a walk-off two-run homer to help the Mets win three out of four against St. Louis and take that season series as well. Alonso's two-run walk-off bomb is my number six pick. I like so. it. He did the jump shot. Oh, yeah. With the helmet on the end. That was nice. Great I seller. did not enjoy his beard that he had during that, though. Yeah, it wasn't a great look. I, I <laughs> actually enjoyed Alonzo's mustache during Keith Hernandez Day, but it was quickly Me gone. Too. Yeah, I think he should have wore it a little bit longer. <sighs> now, I have one. I need to stop with the personal picks because I have another one that I was there for, but I don't want to pick it because I think it's too high for it. This is your. This is you. This see, is your now, draft. You're trying to skew me now. I see what you're doing. You're trying to skew me a little Just bit. be yourself, John. <laughs> Guys, before I tell you my number seven pick, I do have to tell you about BetterHelp, though. I'm going to sneak in that ad. How do you like that? Guys, today's sponsor, BetterHelp, they're here to help you out. And uh, mental health is incredibly important, especially in the sports world, and more athletes are speaking out about the importance of it. But you don't have to be a pro to want to be at the top of your game. Everyone needs to take care of their mental well-being, whether you're an athlete or not. And therapy is the best way to stay in peak mental shape. So if you're thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. You don't have to leave the comfort of your home. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey. And if it doesn't work out, you can switch therapists anytime. When you're feeling ready to be at the top of your mental health game, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com Shay to get 10% off your first month. I know Mets fans are feeling a little bit better a week removed from that playoff loss, but if you're still feeling a little bit Maybe go check out BetterHelp. Maybe they can help you out and get you out of that pit there. But thank you to them for sponsoring today's episode. And now I got my seventh pick, and I am going to go with Starling Marte walking off the Yankees and Wandy Peralta. Um, the Subway Series is always fun. I think this was the year where I was kind of hoping we'd see it in the playoffs a little bit. But those games always sell out, and they're always uh, having a lot of eyes on them, even though everyone likes to downplay how much they care about their crosstown rival. And uh, the Mets had taken the first game uh, after the Yankees hit back-to-back home runs. They stormed back in that first inning and won that game. Uh, they had this game 2 to nothing. Our guy, David Peterson, came in relief for the first time, coughed it up, uh, and Starling Marte was able to pick up the guys, get that walk-off single against Wandy Peralta, and get the mini-sweep of the Yankees, a two-gamer at City Field. So that's my number seven pick. I like it. 
I had that on my list as number seven. Uh-huh. It was number seven so, for me as well. Oh, no. Nice. It was number eight. My bad. Um, all right. I get two picks here. Yes, sir. And there's two things that I want to do. Number one is I'm going to go with... I want to highlight Diaz right yeah. now, and I'm not sure which direction I want to go. There's a few you could pick. Yeah, there's two for me, really, that I want to pick. But I'm going to go with the Timmy Trumpet. Mm. I'm going to go with the moment of him in the in the audience di- doing the national anthem live with the trumpet. It could have gone so many ways, sideways. Oh, yeah. The further away I'm removed from it, the more I appreciate it as a moment in the season because it went viral. You have a recording artist there. It's a big moment. And he came through and Diaz had one of the most incredible seasons. Mm. I wanted to make sure, you know, we have the Kono here, but I wanted to make sure that he's there, you know, as a standalone because he deserves it. So I'm going to go with that one. Yeah. That was one of my two Diaz moments as well. So I might just take the other one then. I was going to say, I kind of want to write down the other one now. I'll just pick it just so you don't, but I'm not. Um, no, I'm not going to do that. Be, be I am going to pick one that I have high on my list, but I couldn't get myself to, to pick it because I'd already picked one. I am going to take what I call the Canna game in Philly. Mm. The, the two big home oh. runs. Um, I forgot. I already have a big Philly comeback. I blew that. I forgot that was there. Shit. Yeah, and so I the the Canna with his arms up after the second home run. You know, yeah. it was such a moment because he had been waiting to break out. You you saw it in his post game interview talking about just trusting the process. His home runs he hadn't been there. His power hadn't been there, and you could see it on his face. You could feel it. You know. It was great. And so I'm going to take the, the can of game in Philly. I did my draft board a little quickly and I totally forgot to add that. And it fell way farther than it should have. So good on you. Damn. I totally got to have that shit. All right. That's fine. Got to move on. You know, got to just wear it, I guess. <laughs> Don't go on tilt. <laughs> so I've got eight and nine. Hold, now. On, hold on. I got a quick question. What's up? So when I say, you know what tilt is, obviously it's a poker or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what it comes from? I do not know what it comes from. Uh, does does Jack, other Jack, know what it comes from? No. Okay. But you understand the context of yeah, it. That's yeah, one sure, of the sure, pop sure. culture things. It's even kind of before my time. It's about like playing pinball and what? something bad happens oh, and, and you, you uh... like shake the machine and it tilts <laughs> and it stops. So you don't want to go on to tilt. I'm pretty sure like 99% sure that's what it refers to. I mean, you said it on recording, so it's got to be true. Well, I've been wrong before on TV many a time. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to check your your age cultural reference. So, I like that. Everyone learned something today. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and it also gave me more time to think about what I want to pick, which is great. <laughs> so it worked out on all accounts. Um, I'm going to take my Diaz moment because I agree that we should both have a Diaz save somewhere in here. The combined no-hitter is more of a collective performance. I'm going to take... Edwin Diaz striking out five angels to get a five out save on Sunday night baseball, mostly because one, he threw a hundred and I think three against Jared Walsh to punch him out. Kid didn't stand a chance. He struck out Mike Trout and then he gets all five on a national stage, which is huge because 
you know, people in the Central and maybe the West Coast hadn't seen Edwin Diaz in 2022 form yet, and that was their chance to really gaze into that. And Edwin Diaz brought his absolute best stuff to help the Mets win two out of three in Anaheim. Uh, so yeah, that's going to be my eight pick. Make sure that was my that was my other Diaz moment. I actually like that moment for me better because I mean that that dicing up of that offense, especially with Mike Trout, that solidified you know kind of put a stamp on what Diaz was doing on the national stage. I really like that. Um, Those are the two I was picking between. So good for you. Like that, and then I am going to go with a personal pick because this is the one I was there for. I'm going to take Alonzo's walk off single against the Rockies. That was almost a full-blown Mets meltdown on a day that they really could not lose because the Braves had won, and I think the lead was about a half game or a game and a half, something like that. Uh, they fell down 6-4. to four. Michael Givens blew up that game in the eighth inning. Uh, Buck decided to leave him in. He gave up the bases-clearing double. Canna tied it uh, in, the not- in, I think, the ninth inning, which people forgot about. Uh, and the big uh, hit there was Pete Alonso down 0-2 against Daniel Bard, snuck one through the left side and got the Mets a crucial win. They won three or four of that series. So I will take the walk-off single. And that was my parents' first game of the 2022 season. So they were very excited to be there. Nice. Got a personal touch. It was another walk-off. The saving of the collapse was huge. It's one of those moments, especially when you're so close in the race with Atlanta. You ended up tied. That was a big moment. So I I like that. That was a good pick. Huge. Uh, not on my list, but a good pick. And not on your list. Wow. No, not on my list. I really want to see your draft board. I have uh, what I think is two obvious picks for me. There's a few things on here that we can probably touch upon. These are your last two, right? My last two picks, ninth and 10th. And they're two moments that mean a lot to me in the season. Mm. Um, I'm going to start with the Eduardo Escobar cycle. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. So we had talked about how many apples I had for Eduardo Escobar in our last episode. Looking over these lists, I remember why. Because the dude came up clutch and he did it in bunches. He had big moments throughout the season. Uh, this being one of the big ones. It was a weird one because it was like four, four o'clock in the morning because it was a game in San Diego. <laughs> um, and he was in a lull and he came out and he popped out of it. He hit for the cycle. I'm not sure how many are in Mets history. I think like 12. This was the first one in 10 years, though. But he didn't he end it on a triple two? Yep. I just remember like he got the hardest thing at the end, uh, and it was a big moment in the season. So I'm going to go with that as my number nine pick. Love that pick. Um, And then this is the big one for me. Uh, shout out to the bullpen. Shout out to beating L.A. Oh, Adonis Medina wow. save in L.A. The unlikely save in L.A., it was a huge moment, huge for him to step up and and take out, you know, the Giants that are the Dodgers. Um, the Mets needed him to step up. They were thin, and he did it. And he did it in pretty dominating fashion. Um, that'll be a, on his highlight as a career. And it was huge for the Mets um, and a place that's pretty tough to pitch in and a lineup that's pretty hard to pitch to. He came up huge. Yeah, I mean, that I believe – if I'm not mistaken, he took out Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, and Will Smith. One, two, three. And in extra innings with the runner on second, which is great. That's a Mets depth piece that just came through and had one of the biggest saves of the year. Pretty funny that Adonis Medina makes our uh, our regular season moments list. Kinda right. Like I mean, that. what a moment. That's Baseball's full of these, you know, surprise guys throughout a season that make contributions. So. 
No, I love that pick. Jerry, I really I really love your list, and I only got Thank you. one more pick here to kind of round out mine. Still a lot of choices, and I think at the end maybe we should give some love to the, the choices we didn't pick. We'll do some honorable mentions for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. I think... You know what? So you gave some love to an unsung Mets player who even got DFA'd in the middle of the season. And I think I want to do the same thing because maybe we didn't appreciate the gravity of it in the moment, but looking back on it, it's kind of crazy to think about how this happened. Um, Andres Munoz had a fantastic season for the Mariners. He pitched to a 2.49 ERA in 65 innings, and he only gave up five home runs on the year. And one of those home runs came to Patrick Mazika, the former walk-off fielder's choice hero of the Mets. That was Mazika's only, I think, only extra base hit of the year. Maybe he had a double in there as well. Um, but that gave the Mets a win against the Mariners. That was the only game they won in that set. It was the first series they lost that year, and they could have got swept. Uh, but instead, Patrick Mazika found some magic, was sitting on a high fastball, got it, and punched it to right field. And, and just terms of uh, unexpectedness, I, I, I think that deserves to make this list uh, just because how did that happen? That's pretty crazy. I love that that's your pick. I love, I'm a Patrick Mazika <laughs> supporter. Doesn't get much deeper than that. Um, I like it. I like it. Yeah, uh, he's had more swinging walk-off, you know, in his career. It's nice to see him hit a barrel for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we both have a solid 10 here. Are there any moments that you didn't get to pick that you want to show some love to? Yeah, so uh, I actually had the Mazika homer. Nice. Nate Fisher. Nate Fisher's, mm. you know, showing up, throwing, I think it was three innings. Yep. Like, his story was amazing. The The fact that he dominated and pitched really well and they needed him to do so was huge. Um, Francisco Alvarez's first home run yep. as a New York Met, hopefully one of 500 he makes in a career That'd be nice. with the New York Mets. Um, and then the last one for me that, that I, I haven't scanned through my whole list, but the big one for me was Alonzo's grand slam in Washington at the beginning of the year. Yeah, What I think was his best bat flip. You know how he does his little, oh, that one like, was so nice. He did a twirl, like yep. a bat spin. And I was like, that's pretty dope. And he like, it barely went out, but he knew it but it was also barely out. It was cold, <laughs> whatever the case. Those are like the dead ball early in the season. Um, but that was a big moment for me. It was early. He kind of put his stamp like, um, remember me, guys. This is me. Yeah. Uh, so that was nice. <laughs> I like those shout outs. I wanted to shout out um, the other leg of the Nick Plummer home run, which was the Eduardo Escobar walk-off double. I think if I could pair those moments, I would, but I, I, I consider them separate because they're significant for different reasons. Um, Alonzo's three-run homer off Joe Musgrove, which looks bigger now, obviously, because of what happened in the wildcard series. But that was when the Mets were in a deep funk and they needed a big hit, and he gave it to them. That was after the All-Star break. And uh, starring Marte hitting a home run at Coors Field uh, coming off the bereavement list, uh, which I'm sure was a very emotional day for him. He punched Good a home point. run on his first pitch, which I liked a lot. And uh, we didn't give a lot of pitcher love here, so I feel like we should it's definitely go back. Well you watching back some stuff? Yeah, I'm looking at a moment. I forgot about it. Uh, I forgot about a moment, and I, I wanted to make sure I had it right before I said it. Mm -hmm. uh, it was Lindor hitting a huge home run off of Steve Ciszek. Now, oh, I should yeah. this. I, if I could go back, I would pick this because he talks about it. And if we could show this replay, I'll let, I'll let you guys do this. 
he talks about it post game because Cshek is the guy that hit him in the face. Yes, and he comes up and in on the first pitch in August second. It was the first time he's faced him since then, and you saw him kind of step out, take a deep breath, try to clear his mind, and then he hits an absolute massive home run in 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 the flow of the game, and that kind of solidified for me where Lindor was in his career. He's at his best. Uh, and he talked about a post game on how he had to like relive in his head what he did having, he felt it. He flashed back to that moment of getting hit in the face and C-Sheck rattled him. And for him to be able to overcome that stand in there and hit a home run, like not like yank it, pull it, hit it. He stayed calm, hit it and hit it out to left center. Um, Beautiful moment. I forgot about that. That's one. That's the number one I missed. I I didn't think about it. Uh, for me, that shows a lot. And then if you watch that replay of of Lindor, that like after he comes up and in and then breathes through it, it's like a really special moment of a guy that I appreciate the mental side of sports, especially baseball, because it's there's so much failure and trial and error to see somebody work through it and talk about it is was pretty cool so that that was a big moment for me no i definitely think of that as like one of the more significant post-game interviews of the year that and like escobar saying one day i'll give them a reason to root for me um and i mean just the being able to be honest about something like that because it's scary and it, it also makes me think of um when lindor initially got hit Another moment was we had, we didn't really know what we were getting out of Buck Showalter yet. And when Lindor got hit in the face, Buck Showalter was the first one out of the dugout screaming at the Nationals, kind of leading his men into battle, uh, which I thought was was very cool. That's something I didn't even have on our little draft board here that I totally forgot about. It's kind of hard to remember the April ones, I guess, because it just seems so long ago. But I am glad that you highlighted that because that was, that was big. That's a tough thing to do. Pretty cool. That was hard. Pretty impressive uh, mental strength to overcome that. I'm still so mad about the Cannon two home run game. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> what a chip. Rattles. Going to lose some sleep over I'm on the draft. Tilt. I'm on tilt, man. That's all it is. Hey, solid draft. I'm excited to see what the people Thank think. Thank you. That was fun. Yeah. I think we're going to make a little graphic, have people vote on it again. Maybe Jerry will finally get his redemption because, I mean, you got you got a solid 10 here. I like my 10, but you got a solid 10 here. I like both lists. It'll yeah. be, you know, this is uh, to taste. Mm. But I feel I like this le- list as uh standing up for victories i think i i think i righted the ship going for the win versus just going for my personal taste but I, this is a mix of both yeah the my no hitter was for the win the medina <laughs> save uh and timmy trumpet were all mine yeah you know those are you know medina you, save you sold out with the cono you sold out yeah we all know it you sold correct out. yes <laughs> All right, guys, thank you for listening. Let us know on Twitter and Instagram what you think of our picks. Make sure you vote in the poll when it goes up because we're very curious to see who gets bragging rights next time we record. But until then. Man, would you rearrange, quick question, would you rearrange any of your picks into top, is that your top 10? Or would you go, what would your top five be on your list? So my top five of the ones that I have or the top five? Yeah, the ones you have. I think I would probably move up Alonzo's walk-off versus the Cardinals because that thing was a bomb. But other than that, I, I like the order of the Nimmo catch, the Cardinals comeback, Keith Hernandez walk-off day. Brett Beatty's home run is a big one for me, specifically. It might not be a big one for everyone, but I really like that as a moment for the Mets. It was cool. Family, then, yeah. yeah, it was nice. 
I, I like my 10, but I think my biggest miss was the two homer game. That one felt so uh, far. So what's your top five? I think the, the order that I had plus. No, no, no. On overall. Overall. <sighs> Number one, I still think is my, is the Nimmo catch. Cause it's just what I think of when I think of this team. Number two is definitely the seven run comeback. I think I think the way we went is my top three. Escobar Day is my number three. Number four is probably the Cardinals comeback, and then number five would be the Kono. Got it. Yeah. What about you? I think I would do the Phillies comeback, Escobar Day, the Nimmo's catch. I think would be number three. I think because that shows um, Degrom in it. You yeah. Get to see the Degrom celebration uh, right after with his arms up. Yeah, then I would probably go. It's hard for me to. There's to, so many I like to choose. More of a, what's that? There's so many to choose. I know. I think maybe the the Canna game would be up there, and then the clincher, like the, yeah. the champagne celebration, would be number five for me. You got to have it. That's in a season of 101 wins, they only got to celebrate and half celebrate once. Yeah. Um, and it was a 200th win. It was you know the big home run by Lindor. It was a cool one. So that's probably it. Definitely. All right, man. Hey, great picks. Curious right, to see you, who comes out on top, man. All right, my man. I'll Until talk to then. you guys later. Thank you. Uh, this was a fun episode. I hope I hope uh, we get some feedback because I'd like to hear what people think. Very Make their nice. own lists. We can go through it and dissect it. I'm sure people will react very calmly and peacefully and not, <laughs> not angrily at all. Yeah, Linda's going to come out. Some One of us, she's <laughs> going to come at us. The voice of reason. The Velcro baby. <laughs> All right, guys. We will see you next week for another episode of Shea Station. Until then, let's go Mets. Let's go Mets. Alonzo to his left, flipped to the ground, and the ball game is over.